0: Welcome to the podcast, Moms Can Relate by Debbie Bissoon, a podcast on the stuff that they don't tell you about motherhood. Welcome back, ladies. It's time for us to discuss something new about this amazing, dynamic, and unique journey of motherhood. Enjoy the podcast.
1: I was just
0: in shock for a whole period, but I remember going home and I stopped. I remember saying to Jay, I say, listen. I'm buying two more tests because something was wrong with these three that I took before. So I bought two more, went home, did them, and it came back positive. And I remember him holding me and saying, Alright, stop. me. see what's happening now? Do you understand what's happening now? I said, yeah, they said that I'm pregnant, but I don't think so. Now I thought initially that I would have been so
2: excited to be pregnant because I love children and it is something that I always wanted for myself. But I found myself
3: crying. I was really having an emotional roller coaster. It was a ball of emotions because I wasn't sure how I felt.
0: I went to the doctor, I did another test, and he said to me, All right, Miss Visoon, this is it. You're pregnant, okay? So we have to line up your first ultrasound, all of those things. I'm there sitting now in a daze because this is actually happening. They told me I couldn't, and now
1: I am. I am naturally a planner, so um, I was like okay, where is my life at now, Um, am I ready for a baby, do I have my goals um, in line, what have I
2: done? I I was such a drama queen, but apparently this was like the hormones kicking in already.
1: When I went back and I looked in my journal to see all the things that I had outlined for that year, Um, can I still achieve them, da 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 da, and I went into full planning mode because that's my personality.
3: All I could think about is, but I'm in negotiations for a new job, I haven't practiced for five years yet, what is going to happen? I was just overwhelmed. It was really Garfield's happiness that carried me along throughout that phase. From being a very emotional experience because I've always wanted to have a
0: child but being told I could not have a child, it's like I kind of put that in the back of my head.
1: And I said alright, alright, um, I'm going to face up to this. I had overwhelming support, daddy was excited, mommy was excited, everyone was excited and so we
2: began the journey. So anyway, I contacted my doctor. He confirmed that, yes, there's something in there. You're pregnant. So the second visit, we went to the doctor. He asked us to come back. There was no heartbeat. He asked me to come back again two days after. No heartbeat. Came back two more times. No heartbeat. (sighs) My heart sank because While I was not excited about being pregnant, I just could not come to grips with the fact that, okay, here I thought something was growing inside of me and the doctor is telling me that it's dead basically. I then started to cry because I was just this emotional wreck and I'm not usually a very emotional person. And he said, you know, the best thing to do is to scrape whatever remains that I have Inside of me because I could get sick. He gave me a pill um, so that the process could begin. Um, I decided I wasn't going to take the pill because I'm very stubborn like that. And the room was prepared. I looked in there and I was frightened because, you know, he had all these, it looked like a knife to me. Like, what the hell is he going to do, you know? I was so nervous, I asked him to use the bathroom. He said, okay, go ahead, we need to hurry up and do this. Um, came back, he said, okay, I just need to make sure, you know, that it is still there, or, I don't even know what he said. But long and short is that when I went back on that ultrasound table,
0: we heard the loudest heartbeat ever. If I'm to be totally honest, I always had in, the, in my head that anything could happen at any time at all. And so that's the reason why I tried not to become overprotective, but I tried to enjoy the journey. So I was still doing all the jobs, the hosting jobs, still I was still wearing heels, I was still planning events, I was still on my foot a lot. Um, And the only thing that really happened to me was that I could not eat the thing that I enjoy the most, which was KFC. And so I still hold up to this day for it, honest to God, because I remember passing KFC and I could not bite. I remember passing KFC and I was throwing up. This is after T- Tina Matalon and I had a really, really good talk one time and she sent me this whole heap of vouchers for KFC and I enjoyed myself thoroughly. This is after winning awards for eating KFC while on person hall at UWE and no, I can't eat KFC. I'm only now able to eat vegetables and fish. I was waiting to feel all the things
1: people normally talk about that you're gonna have morning sickness you're gonna vomit up you're gonna this and i actually like i was forcing myself to have morning sickness because i was just normal i was just easy breezy nothing was happening to me i was still pumped on energy i was still going to mountain spring i had a show to produce so hey i I had to get it together Um, the only major challenge i had was memory so my creative juice went. The baby took everything. I was also in the middle of a semester where I'm lecturing. So that in itself I was I remember one of my students saying, Miss, you're so snappy today. What happened to you? I was like, focus on your work. It was hard for me to maintain my composure in terms of hormones and memory and be creative. So that was it. I just wanted to go to the beach, chill, go to parties. I was in party, winding up with my big belly. I was was in a happy place.
3: And throughout the pregnancy, it was fine. I worked out up to about six months, I was trying to be this, oh, I'm pregnant, but I can still work out. And I was doing boot camp, I was doing um, Pilates, everything. And then about six months in, um, I was cautioned to kind of slow my road. The One morning I was on the phone with my girlfriend and I was just chatting with her and um, I was trying to brush my teeth and all of a sudden the, the, the water was just spilling from my mouth. I, I was looking in the mirror and it looked as if the left side of my face collapsed and I was like, what is happening? And I jokingly said to her, I think I'm having a stroke. I was there trying to use the rest of the left side of my body because you know they say if you have a stroke it's your entire body but my hands were fine. Um legs were fine, it's just my face. And I realized that my face was lean to completely one side. I remember going to work too and trying to talk and smell and realized that when I smell, half of my face smell, the other half was just there. And my eyes was running water, everything. And um, when I called my doctor, and I started to explain what was happening to him. He said, okay, sounds like Bell's palsy. I was trying to do too many things, so um, I had transitioned to a new job, and I was still trying to prove to myself, and I don't know who else, everyone that I was still able to you know, transition, and the pregnancy wasn't a hiccup, and I could still do everything. And I think my body was just not having it. My body was telling me that had to slow down after that.